Good afternoon. This podcast is brought to you by your feelings. Feel your feelings. That's important. Uh, that's the message. Um, Connor told me some great advice. Uh, feel your feelings. He learned it from a therapist in college when he lost his friend. And Chicago Comedy has lost a friend. We lost Sam Berkman, who is an amazing comedian and ran in a great room called Camp at the Village Tap. Uh, she was hilarious, and she brought good vibes everywhere to comedy places and non-comedy places, and she was just a really bright and energetic and amazing person, and we're really sorry to see her go. So I was glad I was in Chicago recently, cause I can kinda, so I can kind of feel that with my Chicago people. Um, so I'm glad this is a Chicago episode uh, for Sam Berkman. Thank you very much, Sam. Um, this is an episode with Connor Colley. Connor Colley, I knew from the beginning of comedy and then he asked me to uh help him produce a show called rat pack comedy where we wore suits and we did comedy rat pack comedy um it was the first place i learned how to be like funny in front of actual crowds as opposed to like little rooms with uh open mic rooms with comedians in them um so that was huge for my growth as a comedian so thank you very much to connor for doing that and for my advice and for my and for the advice oh the advice of feel your feelings um which is great so, but beyond that, uh, we have a good talk about balding and moving to, to Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> Connor moved back from Los Angeles like a month or two ago. And he produces Don't Tell Comedy. Don't Tell Comedy absolutely rules. Um, and I've known Connor for a long time. So we have a very familiar chat about all of his all of his fun things. He's a fun guy. Everything seems to work out for Connor. He's got a great attitude. And things go his way. Like, things just go his way. He's He's... He's gotten a lot of great opportunities professionally and comedically, and um, you, you sort of understand why. The power of attraction, maybe, is like the proof is in Connor Cawley. He's got a great attitude. He's nice to everybody, and he's jolly, happy man, optimism. So um, I like the idea that everything works out. I gently, I gently ribbed him about that during this episode because it just has worked out for him uh, as long as I've known him. Uh, beautiful wife, great apartment. <laughs> we 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 recorded this in his big echoey apartment, so um, you can hear uh, uh, things going well for him. He just moved into the apartment, so it's kind of empty, so that's why it's kind of echoey. But also, it's big and it's in Humboldt Park, and uh, he's got a cool life. He always has. Uh, Connor's the best. Thanks for talking to me, Connor, and uh, thanks for listening. And thank you to Sam Berkman for being an amazing presence in all of our lives. Thank you, Chicago Comedy, for being great and for fostering that kind of environment. Anyway, the episode is fun and light, but I wanted to shout i wanted to shout out that my dead friend. Um, thanks very much, Sam. Love you. Um, take it away, Steve. Down, down, down. doing a podcast in like a model kitchen <laughs> yes. you could do a show in here where it's like you do you could have like 20 people with chairs watching you make food yeah it'd be a nice little tiny you, little don't tell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the state i yeah. mean the other if the track lights weren't there the <laughs> the island could be the stage <laughs> yes you could only have short comedians yeah sitting, standing on the island yeah, that's true <laughs> five that'd nine and awesome. under that'd be awesome is <laughs> that a wine cellar uh, yeah, we, fridge. we were thinking the other day, but like, we haven't had it. We just it was stored at my parents' house and we we're like, oh, I <laughs> don't remember registering for that. I can't imagine I registered for a wine fridge. For yeah, right. Never who has, I mean, you need at least 
12 bottles of wine for well, that you have one and then you drink it and then you buy another one <laughs> buy another like not enough time for it to you even get cool two it. <laughs> yeah yeah what are you doing <laughs> yeah so it's unplugged because i'm not just gonna drain electricity to refrigerate nothing uh, you fill it with like uh, cans of coke or something that'd <laughs> yeah. be awesome the keep wood. them at a nice like 54 degrees mm, what is wait. it isn't that what that's for it's not like for chilling wine, no no right? yeah it's for it's for like mimicking a cellar yeah like a dark lightly air-conditioned room <laughs> rather terrible. than an actual refrigerator. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> gross. gross wine cellar Why? disgusting ugh. gross um do we so you felt like you were in <laughs> purgatory in los angeles that's a quote yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tell me more the weather was so i love especially living in chicago now i like the variety of weather like, okay when it's really bad it makes you think about like summer that like april to june stretch in chicago is like oh we're back. We're we doing are stuff. Here. We are yeah. huge. And in LA, it was just 75, sunny every single day, which I get a lot of people like, but especially during a pandemic, it was very, felt very repetitive. It felt like I was Groundhog trapped day. in the same day. Groundhog, yeah, yeah. exactly. Boring. Um, in Venice. So people were at the beach, but the beaches were closed the whole time? The whole time. Yeah. Jesus no, 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 Christ. not the whole time. They opened in June. Or July. Okay. After, but during, but what would have been spring break? Good. That's what was. Oh, it was actually really surreal. The biggest one was I got to drive on the 405 when it was there was no traffic. Cool. At like 5 p.m. on a Friday. Is that like? Uh, is the 405? Where's that? The is big it? one that goes north south. That's like notorious. For, on the coast? No. Well, no. A oh, okay. Inland. It's notorious for horrible. Bad I think the worst highway <laughs> in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I okay. I think I remember hearing that, but. <laughs> On the 405. Yeah, so it was it was brutal. <laughs> How did you... So, yeah, uh, what was L.A. compared to what you thought it was going to be like? Well, I was I was just excited. New, fun adventure. Last time I moved to California was for college. Yeah. I made a lot of friends. So I was kind of like, oh, like, I'm like so excited to make all these friends. Right. You and your you wife know? love... Yeah, you love yeah. California. That's where you belong, it feels yeah. like. California and, people. Yeah, and so I, we were, I was just excited to like make new friends and all that stuff. And I kind of noticed along the way that moving to LA to make friends is kind of like moving to Chicago to lose weight. It's like, <laughs> That's good. It's like you're not going to write that down. Yeah. I I hope know. You I've been trying. No one likes it on stage. It <laughs> <laughs> was not genuine. That was a <laughs> it's a great, it's a great conversation bit. Yeah, it is. It's a like great that. bit for like, how you been? Yeah. Oh, I actually moved to LA and uh, yeah. you know, moving to LA to make friends is kind of like moving to Chicago yeah. to lose weight. Oh, <laughs> Really cracks up the whole, uh, you know, uh, parent friend. Group. <laughs> yeah, it's great for your. It's, a, it's like a dad joke. It's a good dad joke. Uh, yes, yeah. I'll the dads are like, "Ooh, nice, that. nice, good one." Honey, I write that down. Put that honey, in your skit. That. Put that in your skit. <laughs> Put that in your skit. Uh, okay, so it was hard to make friends there because you weren't famous. Yeah, well, just in general, everyone's really doing their own thing. Like everyone's. Like has a project. If you're in LA, you have a project you're working yeah. on, and usually working on that project. It feels is, like yeah, it feels like people make friends there through work. Yes, they meet someone exactly. and they go, "We should collaborate on a blah 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 yeah. something." And I just I didn't really move out there. I just kind of wanted to live in California before I came back here yeah. and settled down. So I was like, I really liked it. I want to go. Like, like if I was going moving there to do stuff. <laughs> I would have moved to like I, we were in Venice. We were it was so hard to get to. I had to drive like a, an hour and a half to get to the Don't Tell shows I was hosting. There you go. It's almost like a it's almost like a suburb kind of. Yeah, well, LA so is. It's like not. It's so not even big. technically LA. Okay. Venice a, and Santa Monica are I think technically not in LA. Yeah, because you think of LA. LA is not really on the beach. LA is an hour right. from the beach, yeah. and with traffic especially. Yeah. Um, but you were doing shows, so you yeah. were there for comedy. Yeah. 
For sure. Don't Tell Comedy is a comedy collective where it's such an amazing... I'm like so jealous I didn't think of it. <laughs> it's such a fucking amazing thing. It's like, God. It's you, fun. They pick different... You pick different locations. A coffee shop. Uh, I'm just saying coffee shop maybe because the last one was show is tonight. I'm going to tell. Yeah. Oh, okay if I you tell? told. I think unless you're really fast at editing, I don't think it's going to affect <laughs> yes. people showing up yes. for the next coffee. But... <laughs> Hex Coffee is where the show was. Was wink. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah, we're talking to the future right now. So anyway, you pick a co- like a coffee shop or like my. I, I always like when I'm talking about it. I was like fucking rock climbing gym. I was the one. I was exactly <laughs> just like rock climbing gym. Which is tower. Yeah, Sears Tower. We did. We've done two shows at the Sears Tower. Whoa, the up in the ninth floor. Yeah. The one, uh, the, the is that the floor at the top? The it's Willis not Tower. An open First of all, one. Willis Tower, please have Willis some respect. Uh, have some respect uh, for the Willis Group or whoever bought the. Whoever, yeah, what a bold move! Like we're gonna change the name because <laughs> Sears definitely does not have the money to be buying towers anymore. No, they don't have stores. At all yeah, anymore. <laughs> Zach Peterson has that great joke where he's like, "Who would have thought that that was the great business model?" Where it's like, "I'm gonna sell jeans next to washers for a hundred years." <laughs> Oh, no, he says it Money back like, guarantee like, yeah, yeah. puts us out of business. <laughs> it sounds like a bet between two drunk guys. Like, I bet I can't sell jeans next to power drills. He's like, you're on, Roebuck. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's funny. And now the, the country is full of big, empty Sears's. Yeah. There'll be Amazon uh, fulfillment oh centers my God, by morning. <laughs> by morning. Amazon fulfillment centers full of robots. Not a one human being working there. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to admit, it's like having that's a great idea. Um my uncle says, like, yeah, admit, Bezos, Bezos had a great idea. And I'm like, what, selling stuff to everybody? <laughs> selling stuff. Commerce is his idea, yeah, is that, that people want... Just, they want things, and we're going to give them the things that they want. We're going to sell things. What kind of things? You got it. You, That's exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> idea finished. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch closed. All of them. I mean, it is hard to have all the... Th- had to have everything. Yeah. Um, but they do. Okay, so don't tell us, like, they got... Yeah, they have, they'll have a, sh- a show... Where you don't have to pay rent for the venue, <laughs> yeah, but you can charge people good money, money for the tickets because you're putting on an amazing show in a cool place. It's an experience. God, it's just every angle it's of it. Fu- it's fu- definitely the most fun I've had doing comedy in LA. Was it was it the same in LA too? Um, it was. The shows were a blast. The people okay. were totally into it. All of yeah. that was, but it was the same thing kind of thing where everyone, all the comics and stuff, are on the way to another show or going to something like that. So there wasn't that. Like after don't tell shows, there's a lot of hanging out. Like we yeah. have to get asked to leave by venues usually because we're <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's ten thirty. The show ended an hour and a half ago. We've been here the whole time. Okay, and there's just somebody. There's like old, he's like one person there with the keys to the place. Yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and they're paying that person. You guys are paying that person. Something, yeah, right. Yeah, paying that person to stay there. Uh, yeah, usually they end up doing that, or they, or it's the owner. It's a, a, a right. lot of the time it's the owner that's just like I want to see a comedy show, so I get to come and see a free comedy oh show. Oh my, my god! Friends. So, yeah, they love it. How many public places versus private places, like residences? Oh, they started as mostly apartment shows in L.A. When the first cool. shows were doing it, almost all of them were apartment shows, just people offering their houses and doing it. And cool backyard places. Cool backyard, yeah. I mean, in L.A. That's yeah, L.A. You can do, yeah. So we've done, like, ones that are right on the beach, too, that are really cool. But um, Really? On the beach? Yeah, like, on a, like a house that has that, like, walk off onto the beach. Oh and then they God. just the seats just go out. And, like, this is technically public space, but, I mean, certainly not the end of the world. It's a whole other world out there yeah with the backyards and stuff like there's that. a lot Outdoor of cool spaces. places there's so many cool places chicago is just not it for outdoor spaces obviously. i mean there are some nooks and crannies we have found that are great and there's a great like there's 
a bunch of like apartment complexes. And this place has like a rooftop. Yeah. And like the Flats company did for a while. They did like four or five or six shows with us. And they own a bunch of buildings. And they all have like the most beautiful rooftops in the world. And we just get to do it right there. Pray to God it doesn't rain. Only do yeah. it five months out of the year. God. <laughs> yeah, five months out of the year. Yeah. yeah. It's a great gig. Right. The, the comics get paid. People love it. They get to, they pay tickets. It's like, yeah. oh, my God. So And the audience is not usually, um, they're not typically comedy fans. They're people that, like, this is one of their first shows they've ever been to, or they've only been to Don't Tell. They haven't been to comedy clubs and stuff. So wow. they're great audiences, for one. And you, if, as a host, you can use like a lot of tropes that they haven't heard before. <laughs> anyone celebrating all that stuff? They and they eat it up. Like it's great. They what totally I mean is it. anyone celebrating anything really? Oh yeah, they're totally. They, they're like, yeah, that's like the first time I've ever been asked that. <laughs> like, don't ask that in any other context. Are y'all fucking? Show. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. We are fucking. We Thank are. you for asking. I didn't think of that. You're the first person I've ever heard <laughs> ask me that. This is I'm so engaged. Whereas if you go to comedy clubs, it's like God. I know. Yes. We, yeah. Uh, we're fucking. Yeah. And virtually no, um, virtually no heckling, which for BYOB shows is true a miracle. From what most of the venues say, like no, if you're doing BYOB, we're gonna need like six cops there. We're gonna yeah, need right. chicken IDs at the door. It's like no, there's no one, no one thirty or under is coming to the show typically. BYOB, but you have do you have beers there sometimes for people or like drinks? And sometimes case? depends. We're like sponsored by a couple of people. Like right now, we're sponsored by Fruit Smash, which is the new seltzer from. New Belgium. Oh, we really. Guys. That's great that someone's making a new. Uh, I know. They're quite good. So important. Not, I mean, obviously, we're sponsored. I can't say that we're not, but I've gotten, <laughs> I gotten fruit smashed a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I right. mean, Easy. Right. The marketing Easy is built in. That show, I've been, that joke, every single show. We're sponsored by the rushes. We're going to be fruit hammered, fruit, fruit at the hospital in the morning. <laughs> Fruity, fruity smash, fruity smash. Fruity I just saw the, the 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 Topo Chico hard seltzers. They're in a can, not a bottle. That's the whole thing with Topo Chico. It's in a bottle. I didn't get that. I'm sure you can't. It's harder to do. I can't think of any alcohol that's in a glass thing other than beer. Yeah, you're right. But it's like it had beers. What's it? Zima. Um, Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> Mike's hard. All right. Yeah. There you go. They got crushed. So that must be. Yeah. They, they must totally be like. Crushed. What are we doing that seltzer isn't doing? How did we? I think they have a they have a uh, while they're pouring seltzer. a bucket of sugar. Into yeah, exactly. Their drink. What are we doing wrong? What is it? it is. Yeah, no one wants to drink this anymore. No one wants to <laughs> get drunk off of basically six candy bars um, yeah. worth of sugar. God, what are we doing wrong? Yeah. yeah, and those were very low. Those were definitely less than beer alcohol. Yeah, Content low alcohol. Those like three white claws are more than. Almost. I know. Most of them are. 5% or higher. Which White is Claw really cracked it. God, I wish I invested in White Claw at some point. Could you imagine? That was the Peloton, the Dogecoin. The Bitcoin. <laughs> Ooh, Peloton too. Yeah. yeah, they went up. But they've gone down because that kid got stuck in one. Really? Wait. Yeah. Okay, go yeah. on. <laughs> I haven't. I don't know all the details. I heard that their stock took a big dip because they had to recall a bunch of things because some kid got his like hair or her hair stuck in oh a bike God. or something and... I'm sure had a real Jesus. roller coaster accident vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. How are they going to make a bike that someone's hair can't get stuck in? What are you going to do? What's that, the... That's what I was thinking. Like, really? Like, this is the van? Well, like, can't yeah, they, right. How are they going to prove that's that? Just, that's just the nature of it's the nature of moving parts. I mean, it's like, yeah, like a blender is going to do the same thing if you put your hair in it. Don't put your hair in it. 
Put your hands up close to the bike, you idiot. <laughs> Get away from the bike. It's moving. Before we sell you this Peloton, do you have a kid who is an idiot? <laughs> 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 no offense to the kid who, whatever, got his hair oh, chopped man, off. Her, her hair so chopped off. So in trouble now. <laughs> I don't want to offend the kids. It's Peloton stock went down. Your stock can go down, too. Peloton stock. <laughs> I'd be happy to have my uh, thing tied to Peloton stock. Damn. Man, if you bought Peloton stock before the pandemic, killer. Killer. I knew somebody who works for that mirror company, that um, fitness mirror that like shows you how to work out. It's like a basically like a big TV. You put it on your wall. Yeah. And it, oh, yeah. You yeah. can take classes through that. I bet they did really well, too, even though that's stupid. It's like <laughs> you have well, a laptop, Zoom. right? Zoom, of Zoom. course, went crazy. There was another one that was... A company called Zoom Technologies that did not do video chat. They did something. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. They didn't do video chat. But by association, their stock was ah. going up because they had the same name. But it was just Zoom Technologies. Instead yeah, no, Zoom. I heard the same thing. That that lemur from PBS, Zabumafu, also, um, <laughs> their stock also rose. Um, and that, that song, uh, Zoom, 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 made my heart go boom, boom. Yeah, that, that went number Top one. Top of the charts on Spotify. Um, Charps. <laughs> yeah, the, the the kids show Zoom um, that Zoom, also made a lot uh, of money. Yeah, the wasn't there Zoom High? Um, no. Mazda Miatas had a big year because Zoom Zoom Zoom. Zoom <laughs> <laughs> Zoom. Zoom. That's over now. Is that all the Zooms? They've sold. Yeah, I think so. The Zoom. Actually, I'm recording this on a Zoom recorder. It's uh-huh. called a Zoom. Uh, oh, it um, is. Wow. And so this is a Zoom. This is a Zoom mic that we're recording it on, but we're not wow. doing a Zoom. It's oh not a gosh. Zoom open. It's everywhere. Mic. It's everywhere. <laughs> Uh, so the don't tell shows. Yes, you love that. You love that. Don't, totally. You're like you're you're in the family now. You're oh in the yeah. Don't tell family. How did you get a hold of that? Who? How? Who, how'd you get that? Straight, <laughs> straight nepotism. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was like a friend of a friend. There was the shows oh, have been going man. on in L.A. and it started in L.A. Almost immediately went to San Francisco and started um, getting really popular, selling out every single time. And they're like, all right, well, let's gonna. Let's spread out. Expand. And they wanted to go to Austin, Chicago, and Boston. And they just didn't have anybody in Chicago. And uh, they knew somebody in San Francisco who was Mike McCarthy's cousin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he went to the show and loved it and, and started reaching out. He does a bunch of B-Heart. He like, was the manager for, ugh, I wish I could remember, name drop the hell out of this. It's someone <laughs> really cool. Mm, manager wanna, for a person? Like or Chance a... the Rapper. But it's, it's, oh, cool. It's someone... In that realm of like, wow, that's a very cool person for you to have been associated with. Gotcha. Early. Um, and so he had a lot of PR clout with the CEO. And he was like, I know this guy in Chicago that runs shows. He came to Rat Pack all the time. Fuck yeah, and damn it. Yeah, so. I'm always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong place No one ever time. scoops me up for no, cool shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Network more. I know. <laughs> you're not grinding hard Get enough. Drunk. <laughs> yeah. Get drunk near good people. <laughs> The people I get drunk with are stupid. They're they don't have any connections. <laughs> you get a spot at Patsy's for getting get drunk with people, my friends. Hey, I ran a show at Patsy's. We might have met at Patsy's, yeah. That yeah, I'm great. sure. Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah, okay. How did it, So, yeah, L.A. was not what you thought it was going to be like. 
I'm talking to all. Basically, this podcast has become. Why did you move? <laughs> Seriously, I was like, because yeah, no. I'm like, I'm, I'm talking to like, it's like a the comedian diaspora from Chicago and New York. It's basically right. wherever I am, there's someone who I knew from Chicago or New York who's living there with their parents, or they're yeah. moving to a smaller scene to kind of just like have a yard. Yeah, and they're loving it, <laughs> and um, it's like, yeah, that's they make, they always make great cases for like, yeah, New York is really hard, and this is really easy and awesome, and my life rules now. And they're yeah. they're like in a great relationship with the dog. I'm like, of course. Like, boy. <laughs> boy, this is mean to me. <laughs> How dare you? Did you all pick the worst time to do that? <laughs> um, no, ours, we were always the long term plan, even at like my going away party, like some people got were like, it's like, oh my God, you're going to leave, you're never going back. I was like, there's 100% the plan is to always come back. Exactly. My whole, I grew, grew up here, my whole family's here. Yeah. have a new niece. Like, I was Yeah. Kid. You'll so, always be a Chicago in Yeah, sort of. but the plan was to stay for longer, but then the pandemic hit. And just like I don't know, and kind of, I'm only here to do comedy, and my wife is here to do personal training. Yeah, gyms and comedy aren't going to open for. Oh my god! Like, there's no reason to just to stick around, and we couldn't afford it. I mean, we took we went from five jobs to one job. Whoa! Like in the first month, so we're like we're living in Venice Beach. It's exceedingly expensive. We were only affording it because I was doing comedy and she was doing personal training. So was she able to do? Because yeah, both your industries were gone. Well, you were all, you were working for you were working. For yeah, home. I still had my full time job, yeah. which is yeah, the tech writing, and that was that was pandemic proof because it was it's a UK company and they had the whole furlough system, so they're like, we can hire you and furlough the rest of the company and Hell not yeah. pay a dollar Hell <laughs> because yeah. of good government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, furlough. The, okay, right. Their government was subsidizing the furloughs. Yeah, eighty percent. They would pay 80% of salaries of furloughed employees. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And then our company was like, we'll pay the rest of the 20%. This is a year so of like... Not a, not a dime, but... <laughs> government's, government's doing... Yeah, governments are doing a pretty good job this year of uh, giving people money. <laughs> yeah, giving people They sponsor money. this podcast. They sponsor, this podcast is sponsored by the New York State <laughs> Department of uh, Labor. Thank you very much, the New York State <laughs> Department of Labor, for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, turns out they do tax the money that they give mm, to you. Yep. I which feels that. weird. I feel like they should just be like, yeah, we'll take the taxes we'll take out. out. I think you can ask for them to be I asked. did. I figured that my accountant slash mom told me uh <laughs> that i should be withholding the money that they're giving me instead yeah. of just spending all of it um and i ended up doing that halfway through so i don't owe them a ton of money but i owe them some yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't realize all my uh well both my job my full-time job and don't tell we're both tax-free for at lined up at or not tax-free tax they did we weren't withheld i had to do it myself. oh that fucking and i sucks. didn't realize until like it was maybe like only three months but having both full-time <laughs> wage and another supplement with both me i was like oh that's so many. That big red. Yeah, dude. All the red, red. All those red zeros on TurboTax. You like, want it to be green. You want it to be green. 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 Yeah. Even black. If I can get to zero, <laughs> I'd be stoked. Where it's nothing. <laughs> where it's nothing. Like, the know. withholding system is so fun because they make it's so funny because like everyone's like, ooh, I get. I'm so pumped for the taxes to get paid. It's like, no, no, they already took them. They took your money. Yeah. They're giving you money. It's like such a good system. Yeah. To it's make like you feel like you're like oh I'm getting something exactly no no no, no. you're <laughs> it's like if like a pizza company was like we're gonna take five dollars a week from you and then when you get a pizza it's free and we give you twenty bucks and it's like whoa oh great God, I feel so rewarded yeah like, like been getting robbed you're yeah 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 you're <laughs> it's genius it's so smart Dude. pretty soon Amazon will be just like I'm gonna take your paycheck take all of it <laughs> all and then when it. you buy stuff I'll give you some money back with the stuff that you get. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon. So great. Great. <laughs> My gas. <guess. laughs> 
hold cough button cough button um okay well, yeah so yeah you okay so right so your wife does personal training you do comedy and now all of a sudden you're both just at home a lot more than you thought you were gonna be yeah how are you dealing with that great yeah no it was a good test we, oh, nice. say we had a pandemic what like eight months after we got married you were yeah there, yeah, like 29, yeah february 20 Second. february 2nd 2019. 2019 there we go yeah and it yeah, rained so, in San Diego for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, man. Once in a generation, wind and rain storm. Dude, awful. As the news put it. <laughs> really? Oh, my yeah, God. It's so funny. The day of, Last night, a once in a generation, wind and rain storm <laughs> in San Diego <laughs> on Connor Cawley's wedding. Exactly. Like him. <laughs> right. It's like, it ne- like you don't even have to pack a raincoat or a hoodie even to San Diego. It's yeah. a perfect weather, 24 hours a day. I was excited. I was in, I was in New York, and I was like, finally had a good job. I'm like... I'm going to fly to this wedding. And it's not even going to be a pro- I'm not even going to like worry about it. Usually I worry about a flight. No. I'm like, uh, but I had a great job. Took the time off. Well, can't wait to go to February. And then it was fucking <laughs> crazy. Rainy well, the whole time. It was nice. I was glad because everyone was there for like four days. And Thursday was nice. Friday was nice. Nice. And Sunday was nice. But yeah, Saturday was. Yeah, the weekend. Insane. Like, how funny. Florida level hurricane winds. Yeah. <laughs> the palm trees were sideways. Sucks. <laughs> Crazy. Ugh. Luckily, yeah, you had It was to, fun, though. It was. Certainly memorable. Everyone. It was fun was, as hell. Yeah. Great crew. And I got to hear people say, it's lucky when it rains on your wedding day 4,000 times, which is yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never get to hear something that often. Those are the ones that make up because it's like, it's so bad. It's it must like, be lucky. It must be lucky. When they say, like, if a bird shits on you, it's lucky. <laughs> it's lucky. <laughs> it's because like, you got to be unlucky as hell for this shit to happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you get kicked in the nuts. Actually, it's good luck to get kicked good in luck. the nuts. Because yeah, uh, you can only go up from here. Can't, <laughs> can't get much un, much more unlucky than this. <laughs> you might as well feel lucky. Yeah. <laughs> luck is a, is a nothing gift they just give to people who are having a terrible time. Look, yeah, it's fine. actually lucky. <laughs> having your kid's hair get caught in a Peloton is <laughs> yeah, lucky. That's so, it's lucky, actually, if you get. We're not going to get sued because it's lucky. Fate has smiled upon us on this day. <laughs> ridiculous oh yeah so in la all of a sudden you were just you're down to like very little yeah like everyone else but you had a beach had a beach yeah no i mean for the pandemic it was certainly could have been much worse we had cool outdoor areas stuff was nearby we could eat at and support local food places we liked right to go there was yeah we had we didn't have very many friends because we hadn't been there for very long but no one can hang out with their friends anyway so kind of Silver lining there. Right. In LA, people were like, they were, LA is like super, super careful. There was nobody who was like cheating in LA, really. Right. right. Yeah. No, there was nobody out for at least the first couple of months. But for a while, I mean, because we were in Venice Beach, it was a tourist attraction. So in like June, the tourists, the worst kind of tourists started showing up, the people that didn't care about it that oh, early on. So yeah. it was just like trying to go to, I think I wanted to go like to a bar. I was like, oh, I'll just go. I'll be, I'll be pretty. It was like everyone there. Oh, and I was driving home from LA. I was driving from LA to Chicago. I stopped in Vegas because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, look, I'll just stay for a night. I'm staying by myself." I did the same thing on the way here to spend a night out, and it was fun. And I was like, "It's a pandemic in Vegas." So the people that are in Vegas oh, yeah. in September, <laughs> the pandemic, were the worst. I saw like four camo tank tops. Oh my god! And like I was there for less than 24 hours. No, yeah, I did. We stopped for a night in Vegas too. Went to like the Flamingo, and it was all people in bathing suits with their masks around their wet people with a mask around their chins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it was so, yeah. You kind of just forget, like, oh, these places will still be happening, but they'll be less busy, but it'll be only the worst kinds of people. It's a self-selection of terrible people yeah. who don't give a shit about the pandemic. And I was like, I got it. I just got it here. It's fine. I got tested as soon as I left, and I was like, I can't believe I did not get it. I was like, wow. 
Um, yeah, I had I had some close run-ins. I got <laughs> sick right after contacting someone with like a flu, a regular I, flu. I was sure I had it. Like, yeah, I was positive. They like I got the rapid test, and I'm they're like, no. The doctor's like, come in. Let's see what else is wrong with you. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The uh, other diseases still happen. I know exactly. <laughs> flu. Why don't you just take a relax just for chill, a chill, man. Year. Why are you giving me chills and body aches? That's like for sure COVID. Yeah. Let's let, let the COVID have the spotlight. Okay. Oh. Let's not be taking the limelight from COVID with the flu <laughs> here. Get out of here. Come on. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. Uh, was Brie able to do any sort of personal training? Was she working at all? Well, so the gym she was at was a little bit flippant with guidelines. So they like every time LA was like, you can open gyms. No, you can't. They would like push the deadline a couple of days until they really got like told to stop and stuff. So she was working the front desk a couple of times, but even she was like, this is, it's an, it's a gym, a gym in Santa Monica. So people are super flippant with the rules. It was like a guy that was like fake coughing on people. She's I like, I'm that. not going to work here. Like you guys need to step up this or I'm wow. not going to come back. So they did stuff and, but it was so sporadic. And then she did some virtual training and stuff. She still does some virtual training. That's she's smart. Got people in LA. And that's a great thing. And she's so like complete with her personal training. Like, it's not just 45 minutes and you're done. Like she gives you like nutrition to like, she's like really good. And so having the virtual thing is awesome. just as valuable as not doing it. So awesome. That's what I need. Yeah. Someone does the whole thing for you. Like, yeah. No, think about anything. I'm going to handle all of it for you. That'd be, that's a, such a, such a service. Yeah. Such a perfect yeah. Way she's to do so, it. she's so friggin' smart. It's insane. <laughs> like she knows so much about food and just like really is a, Smart and like a really good researcher. And beautiful. And beautiful. And she's I mean, your wife. Crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I came here to ask you. What the hell's going on? What the on? hell? <laughs> <laughs> What's your secret? What is your secret? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you've always, had the, you've always had like a great life. You're, always, you're, yeah. like, you're like a jolly man with a great life. Yeah. It's so, it seems effortless. It's but not, you work. I mean, it's kind of effortless. <laughs> Everything works out for me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's fun being around you because you're in that you're like you're just in this zone of like it's great. It's, it's Connor's like, it's life great. is awesome. It's kind of great. Manifest uh, greatness. That's I mean I've always been that way. I was like a real angsty teen. Uh-huh. I was always like bummed and sad and just really emo-y. And what kind of hair did you have? I think I still had a but I didn't do the long long hair until well, like high school. I guess I grew it out a little bit though. But oh, it was yeah. like not like the wing like like small tiny little wings. Those brink <laughs> that brink hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it's like the like <laughs> looks great under a trucker hat. Exactly. Yes. Or a skateboard. You, you, you skateboard or anything? A little bit, but a little bit. yeah, dabbled. Just for the aesthetic. Just for the aesthetic, exactly. <laughs> like I'm just gonna wear this. this is, I like looking like this. So like, I'll carry this around. I don't care if it's heavy. <laughs> it matches my shirt. It yeah, so I will, uh, shirt. It was very expensive. I'll carry it around. <laughs> okay, right. So you were an anxious, but then pretty soon you, you. And then I just kind of. Well, no, I was like, eventually, I was like, there's so many people that aren't this way. Like it can't just be that. And I know there's a lot of people can't do this, and I've count myself lucky to being able to do this. But I just kind of decided, like, I'm like, don't want to feel this way anymore. I'm just yeah. gonna be happy, optimism, my face off and just be, and just act that way. It's fake it till you make it. And I started making it like almost immediately. Like <laughs> as soon as I was making I it, it took like a week of faking it. And I was like, Oh wow. Like this was super easy. I can totally, <laughs> I am the master of my own domain. Dude. Yeah. So that helps a lot. I still like have all the, like I still am in my head about a lot of stuff. Right. You're but still... externally, like I feel like I can just like put out optimism and that usually quells any, 
Things serious. Exactly. Yeah. I, I figured like you're my friend and I relate to you. So of, of course you've got, you know, some depression yeah, and like, not, oh, fuck yeah. it. I'm not the, the, what's it called? Quarterback of the high school football team. <laughs> <laughs> not like, oh, me, me. I don't have any feelings ever. I'm just always happy and good and popular and, and my life is amazing. <laughs> no, I'm a human being. But. Do you have a, yeah. Do you have a hard time with that when it's like, you're supposed to have this. Yeah. You're supposed to be Mr. Optimistic. And then when you do feel down, yeah. yeah. Are you, it's hard to deal with it. Right. No, I feel like I can deal with it. I feel like other people usually have more of a problem because they're not. Like, I, the best advice I ever got was feel your feelings. I had, like, a friend pass away when I was in college, like a really close friend, and I was just, like, I couldn't get past it because I was sad about it. And then if I wasn't sad about it, that would make me sad because I'm like, oh, I, I should I'm be supposed mourning. to be feeling sad. Um, and I, would, like, was literally going to fail out of school. I, like, couldn't do homework. I couldn't do anything. I had all these papers piling up, and so I went to – the school therapist or like like a counselor at school yeah. and he's told me he's like just feel your feelings God. Like literally three words like completely saved me from not <laughs> failing out of college just like feel your feelings like if you feel sad feel sad if you feel happy just f- feel that like you're allowed to there's no reason to fight your feelings oh yeah the good and the bad yeah right. so even if you're in a bad yeah like if you have a, if you're in a good mood even though yeah, your friend just died it's like it's okay yeah. yeah feel that that's good too yeah don't punish yourself for how you're feeling you're allowed to feel that way Therapists are making so much money just by saying simple shit that we kind of already know. I know. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. It's literally too, it's like A equals A is the equivalent of that, <laughs> of that advice. Feel your feelings. <laughs> like, like, okay, yeah, oh. that's a good call. But, but it's, yeah, it's easier said than done. It is. And for they sure. help, they kind of remind you of those truths. Right. That's good, man. I should do that. Right. <laughs> I should do but that. But that's so, so that's why. Can I use that? Yeah, for sure. Thank I you. insist. Thank I, you very much. Be- I'm not. <laughs> I don't tell people my best people's advice to hoard it to myself. <laughs> no, this is mine. Free. Only I can feel my feelings. Free podcast. You get. That's you just got free therapy. Yeah. I that's most of the, I've never been to therapy, but I always hear people on podcasts who have been to therapy, and I go, that's pretty good. That's that sounds pretty good. That sounds good. I'll, I got yours. You, yeah. Transitive property, your, your <laughs> therapy you. to me. Thank you very I've much. gone to therapy now. It feels like I have health insurance. Um, <laughs> this podcast is probably better for mental health than most things. If you, yeah. If your elbow is uh, broke, you know, just, you know, rest it, you know. <laughs> Boom. Feel Ice. It. Feel the feeling of your elbow of being your elbow broken. Being, it's okay. Be in your feelings about your broken elbow. <laughs> so it feels like you're in LA. Yeah, you're in LA, but you didn't really, you couldn't really be in LA. You couldn't really do it. Well, we were there from September to March. September. Had, okay, right. That September until March, or we were there from September to September, but pre-pandemic, we were there September to March. Those so normal got, times. There was a lot of. I mean, we were. That's what's kind of disappointing. We're like, oh, like we were really crushing it and doing pretty well like she was had so many clients was totally crushing it building her own business uh, uh, i was doing two shows a week fuck yeah don't tell getting the occasional booking at the comedy store awesome. bumping into adam sandler at the freaking <laughs> west side comedy theater in santa monica i was like all right this is for you're bumping LA. into sandler at the west side i never heard the not west a bunch just one time tell we me tell me at, we were just at the open mic and he just came in it's cool yeah I never heard of the West Side Comedy Theater, so that's that's it's a like place the only one that was that close close by that I could get to. I could scooter there. And there's the Sandman. Yeah, Bobby Lee. It was just like cool. It was cool. It was cool being in L.A. Just even for just that cool bump into famous people. Same with New York. It's like right. Yeah. It's like I'm on a show. My brother uh, went and saw me on a show. He went at CYSK, and Dan Soder was on the show. 
And then a, a few weeks later, he's like, hey, I saw your buddy Dan got an HBO special. And I go, he's not my buddy, it's but thank you. Uh, it was it's... near him. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I could lie. You know, like, uh, he could he could be, you know, he's my buddy on paper because we were in the same room at the same yeah, exactly. time. Exactly. That counts as far as other people are concerned. Yeah. We're in the same room. We're buddies. Yeah. We're in but, the same room. The same yeah. Time. And those two cities, especially, it's like if you th- see someone that looks like a famous person, it's almost always that person. I know. Almost all the time. The, the Super was, Bowl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That guy looks like Shaq. Like, how many six nine guys do you know? <laughs> it's Shaq. That is Shaq for That's sure. Shaq. Man, so I, yeah, was LA like that? Were you were you uh, during the regular time before pandemic? Were, yeah, you were. Were you? Are there famous people in Venice? Mm, yeah, not so much because we were in much. a real touristy area. But when we go to Santa Monica, there was when I would just like see them on the streets. Not a lot, not often, but. More than anywhere. They look right. familiar, yeah, and you're like, for sure. Like, well, that's not me. Yeah, yeah like, that's like the second lead in a Hulu show that you don't watch. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, I played basketball on Venice Beach against the husband in Handmaid's Tale. Nice. The guy, and I didn't realize that he said he, his name was something unique, like two let. I don't remember what it was, but he. The big like his mean friend husband. said it, and I was like, Thinking the whole time that he looks very familiar, and then I got back and I was like, just use the letters I heard him say, like, <laughs> like Z O or I don't remember something <laughs> weird like that. And I looked it up and I, was, and I eventually found it. I was like, oh, that's the guy, it's the husband Son in Hulu's The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it was Hulu. <laughs> the good, that's so funny. not the bad guy, not the her actual husband pre oh cool the apocalypse. That guy. okay, yeah, yeah, the the, uh, the yeah. black guy or the yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a great actor too. That's awesome. Yeah. So, How was he at basketball? Quite good. I mean, he's quite tall. Not, uh-huh. s- not super tall, but t- taller than the other 5'8 munchkins that I was yeah. playing with. So he was uh, calling a lot of fouls. No respect for that. that. No respect that's, for that's that. That's the scoop. That's the scoop of the pod. That's the scoop. He's so calling a bunch about, of yeah. fouls. That's the secondary one. Bree was like, you got to tell that story to people. I was like, most people didn't get through the first season of Handmaid's Tale because <laughs> it was too dark. So I don't know if this is going to be... And this is five years after that or something. <laughs> it was like, you know the husband... Handmaid's Tale? I haven't seen Handmaid's Tale. Like, well, this story's about to suck. Calls fouls. <laughs> Calls, could you imagine? He called a charge on Disgusting. me. He flopped. <laughs> flopped. He flopped on a charge like in street ball. <laughs> no, no fucking respect I'm for that. Five nine. <laughs> yeah. You call a foul, I call I'm five nine. So that's my <laughs> counterpoint. I'm five nine. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good celebrity encounter. Yeah, that was a fun one. I got kicked off the courts once by those Phoenix Suns too. They were pl- they were playing the Lakers and they were going to practice at Venice Beach. What? Because of pandemic. Yeah, it was. That's not yeah. normally. They, it, was, it wasn't very crowded yet. Yeah, it's yeah. not normally when they practice. They all they all biked there. They all like took wow. they, like, rented beach cruiser bikes. <laughs> I don't wow. know. I have no, they must have been staying in Santa Monica or something. But they all did that and then. A guy in like an all purple jumpsuit because it was the Suns was like, "Hey man, can you move?" I was like, uh, "Sure." And then I turned around and there's like 30 more guys in purple jumpsuit. I was like, "All right, this might be <laughs> like you could, you could play me for it." Yeah, I was play like, De- "Devin Booker, Devin Booker, Devin Booker." Yep, there he is. All right, cool. That's definitely them. Not just a weird group. <laughs> that's dope. But that sounds like you were just getting used to it when it when it hit. Yeah. So that was kind of the that sucks. The and I would say right right before we left when the pandemic was. Lighten me up a bit, and we could go like out on the beach with some friends and not feel like people were gonna murder us. Yeah, we started making some fr- really good friends, and like it was like right like mo- a month before we were gonna move back. It's like, I guess you are. It takes a long time to get, I know get into a place. I feel like I was getting used to New York, and then the, and then it hit, and that was like two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, you, yeah. What was the what was the moving back process thought thought process? Just Family. accelerating all already existing plans. Okay. The plan was to yeah stay for two three years or something like okay. that, and then move back. And we were just like, well, there's no reason to stick around and just wait it out and just drain our bank account, our Dude. savings <laughs> through the pandemic. Might as well move back and save some money and start what we were gonna do a year or two early. Yeah. And living in that, yeah, living in the family house with no parents. Yeah. That's killer. That was huge. That was, yeah. I lived there with the parents. But then yeah, someone's buying food and making dinner. That's so true. That's nice. Obviously, that was great. <laughs> we, we lived with them for a little while. They went um, back and forth between there and Palo Alto. And, yeah, it was nice. But, yeah, it's weird, just weird being in your childhood home yeah. for that long. Especially during the pandemic when you're like, you can't leave. And there's nothing to do, like... It's like the suburbs. Like I Winnetka. really, yeah, I really don't like the suburbs. <laughs> just in general, just the vibe. Everyone's oh, it's so quiet though. It's like oh yeah, leaf blowers, lawnmowers. Like <laughs> those are way louder. Screaming would, kids. Si- I would take a siren over a leaf blower. Yeah, the siren is leaving. We'll be gone. Yeah, in five minutes at like the minimum. Give me a siren in a coffee shop. You know, I'm not. Uh, yeah, a leaf blower is on and off for three to five hours, <laughs> and then the whole time you're in the fucking suburbs. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, exactly. And there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. And well, we, yeah, we're like, thir- I'm 32, and so is Bree, who's six months older than me, or something like that. And she, but she looks really young, and so I know. Like, we're like walking around, and it's just like all older people walking around, and they're just like, oh, a young couple. Young couple, Stepford Wives, young couple. Like, like, I heard millennials can't buy houses. What are they doing here? (laughs) Aren't you being bankrupted by avocado toast? (laughs) What are you doing here? Did you like coffee at Starbucks? Don't you have nothing in your savings anymore? (laughs) But that's the opposite. I'm hearing a lot of. I'm hearing a lot of people say like, you know, I started to really appreciate my hometown again because it's nice to have a yard. It's nice to. You know, have a little, you know, a little corner store on the corner. Yeah. And there's one place, and you, the guy knows you after three times being there. You know what I mean? Like stuff that's not city yeah. stuff. But I think this summer we're back to enjoying cities Doing again. Stuff, yeah. People seeing people, having crowds. Absolutely. Like we're in it, yeah. dude. We are back. Yeah, Lollapalooza is back. There's gonna be piles of Whoa. teenagers in Grant Park. And you'll go. You'll go. I mean, I like the band. Don't you go? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you go to those festivals every year? Or you go? No. You go I to shows. I used to go a lot. I yeah. used to go to a lot. I used to be a little rave kid in yes. college and go to like I We're, went to two two Coachellas, two <laughs> Electric Forests, a bunch of like Beyond Wonderlands, which were these like Wonderlands, Nocturnal Wonderland on Halloween. Oh wow! They had a bunch of them. Where's that? San Bernardino. Nocturnal Wonderland. Nocturnal Wonderland. It's just a big, what's it called? Halloween themed sort of like rave campus. It's like a little mini Lollapalooza. Pretty lights, pretty uh, yeah, pretty stuff to look at when pretty you're on lights. drugs. Yeah, pretty lights was usually headlining. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if pretty lights is not a band already, they should be. A it band. is. Oh yeah, Col- oh, it is. Colorado DJ. Bingo. Yeah, he's great. Bingo. Great. Big what fan. you what you, that's what you get. Pretty lights. Pretty lights. Didn't you do? Boom. Did you do a light show or something? What, what were we talking about? A the finger glove. Game? Yes, finger glove. That's you, right? Yeah, that's. Tell me that story. <laughs> yeah. Because Brie revealed uh, that like Connor used was to do fun finger to gloves. Do. <laughs> we used to do finger gloves. Um, yeah, no, it was just something I. It was, we went to college in Southern California in San Diego, and we would go to these shows, and we went to a few, and saw some people do it, and I was like, "Do that what?" Looks. Oh, it's like you wear like gloves, and there's like little lights on the end of each glove, and like different colors, and they can flash, and they've got all these crazy things, and 
you like give people show like you do lights in their face and do and you can do a lot of really cool like formations and make like and it looks crazy from really close up especially when you're on drugs yeah which people are at these shows and they're very susceptible to it's usually like molly or something like that and they're like if the the like goal was uh, it was something that you would always try to do, you just do something crazy, and then you just do like that and try to split their eyes. And if they're following hard enough, their eyes will go. Whoa! I mean, maybe I don't know if somebody ever got hurt from if it, you, but, <laughs> but they'll, they're like really intensely following it. And you can kind of like really get them to <laughs> dial, you know, dial, move their eyes. Their so. eyes get stuck that way. <laughs> yeah, they move out. It's like, oh, where's the guy with the gloves? Like, what gloves? I'm not wearing any gloves. Do you still have them? Do you still have the I do. Like, gloves? I do. Um, I just found. I mean, we just did this whole unpacking thing. From they were deep in a box we came across them and it was like those are going on the top i was just looking for those <laughs> dust off the old light gloves they even have some batteries like they're definitely gonna dead and i'm gonna have to change Fuck batteries yeah. changing the batteries is a real like real nerd project <laughs> you do not feel cool but it's like i liked it. it was fun it was just i would like i went to one and i tried it and i was like oh this is a blast and i like our apartment in college had like just a bathroom and no windows just right in the middle of the apartment so you could close the door in the middle of the day do the light shows and see it in the mirror so oh, I like prank wow. like I really liked doing it it was a fun thing to just do by myself <laughs> in the mirror <laughs> and I got good really fast and so it became like a, that friend in the big rave group family that was like yes Connor's coming yes a light show yeah I heard <laughs> you used to get it in for free because they or like whatever it was like oh yeah you let this guy in I was sponsored and I had like a code like a code that you give out to people and they could like buy gloves. What? Yeah. Oh, or I guess not a sponsor. It'd be more like an ambassador now is what they're. You're a brand ambassador for the yeah, gloves. Yeah. Okay. So, and they would pay you or they yeah, would. If, the, if someone bought gloves for that, <laughs> yeah, then I would get cut. I got, I mean, like, it was like a Spotify like yeah, four, yeah. 14 cent <laughs> check. <laughs> it's like, Oh, this is not a, a good career choice. I should stay in college. That was so funny that when Brie revealed that you used to be that guy yeah. who would have the light gloves at yeah. the rave. The rave, yeah. <laughs> the long hair, I mean, yeah. The long hair. I had the I had the look. Tragically, you had crazy. great hair. Great hair. That's the one way in which your life did not work out. Did fantastic. not yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went bald at seventeen. Like <laughs> I started balding at seventeen. You like, paid the greatest price. Exactly. So not everything works out. I had shingles when I was 13. Like, <laughs> I, I, my, I threw my back out when I was 21. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm like, what's it called? I'm the, uh, the, oh, fuck. The painting. Of yes, Dorian, Dorian Gray. Gray. There, yeah, Dorian portrait Gray. Dorian portrait of Dorian Gray. Gray. I'm the portrait. It all happened. <laughs> someone, else, someone else is staying. I'm Dorian Gray. Bree is staying. Exactly. Yeah, no, Bree is Dorian Bree Gray. Bree is staying Your beautiful wife. My body is still slowly, <laughs> slowly falling apart. Like but you've committed. Would... You're full. You're doing the doing the full shave. Yeah, which I yeah. respect. Not the full scorched earth. Not bicking it. Yeah, yeah. But you're... I just don't. That would just. It just takes too long. And it's so dark. Um, it would come back immediately. It Even be... if you if you have a five o'clock shadow on your head. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Bree says all the time. She's like, "You're lucky. You look good both ways. That yeah, even when yeah. it's growing out a little bit. Otherwise, I'd have to shave it. Yeah. Every two days. And it, great it's, head. It's really dark. Great head. Got a great head. Thank what God. A huge. Like load off that was when I shaved. I when I first I did it for Halloween. I went as Mr. Clean and just never Perfect. never turned back. But the guy that was shaving my I just I went to a, a salon like right across the street from my place and I just liked him and I was like you guys can do it. And he was like, I kind of mentioned it, it was the first time I was shaving my head. He's like, he's like that's putting a lot on me, dude. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> if you are you sure? Like can I get this written written down that you want to be fully bald? And I was like, no, man, it's fine. I'm not responsible for the shape of your skull. Exactly. You know what I mean? And he's, he said the same thing after he shaved. He's like, 
great head. Nice. Great head. I was like, thank God. God. Right. It's a big risk. It is. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know what's under there. But there's your optimistic attitude. Yeah. I'll never find out. I hope yeah, I'll never find out what's under there. I'll never find out. I've seen your dad. Your dad's still got it. I know. I'm very lucky. Hair. My mom's dad has like ha- died at 95 with brown hair. Wow. Some Still some you brown. You look great with some gray hair. I know. Yeah. It's coming so in. That's it's, it. Oh, I can see a little smattering Anytime. That's great, now. though. I don't even understand that fear. Obviously, <laughs> I'm a little removed from that concern. <laughs> but... Um, facial nice. hair, it'll come in yeah. dark. And mine's so, it's like almost black. When I had full hair, it was like borderline black hair. Very dark hair. So having the, the gray will be cool. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It's that. nice of you to even have sympathy for the gray hair. Because um, bald guys are usually like, yeah, you're going to go gray. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Gray, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Condon does this. No. Yeah, Our no bald sympathy. friend, Bobby Condon, is like, Terry, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if you're going gray. Yeah. <laughs> Angry bald I man. I love that bit. That his. <laughs> nobody cares about bald people. You grow up and one day you're 40% less attractive. <laughs> Any other disease like that. There's going to be a freaking yeah. 5K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's oh, like, such a I got out of a five year relationship and went bald in the relationship. And I was talking to a girl and I was like, Why is it not going well? Oh, I'm fucking bald. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Screaming. It's, it's not great. He's the opposite. Yeah, of the you. transition is hard to watch, but once you are, most, almost nobody cares. Exactly. That's what I found. Is try to, the guy, all my friends that are starting to go bald now, yeah. I just be like, I swear, especially ones that are like married or, or anything like that, it's like, nobody cares. You're the only one that cares, and other guys that are balding care. Obviously, you are objective, objectively less attractive, <laughs> like that. But, but I think it's in also in the grand scheme of things, it is so not. Who cares? Yeah, it's such a small blip on the attractiveness scale. Yeah, and you're already married, whatever. And it's like also, I think it's the best time right now. It's like people are like the least ashamed about it. It's just another look. It's one more look. People right. shave their heads even if they have like they're going a little bald. They just go full shave and they go, "This is my look now." Yeah, it's another haircut. It's one more, yeah. you know. It's another. It's a style as opposed to. It used to be like a sh- very shameful yeah. thing. The Rock, Vin Diesel. We have we have male icons, male bald icons now. <laughs> Bruce Willis was the first. Bruce Willis was the Jackie That's Robinson. That's true, and of, he was. Yeah, that is true. When it was like you are clearly bald. Yeah, <laughs> you and need he went to address with this, John McClane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can tell you are not going to be in Hollywood long unless you have a good shaped head. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, he had a great you skull. Knocked it out of the park. The Great Skull, we're very happy for Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> he turned out just fine. Well, he did. He, he he did pretty good. Um, so you're back back in Chicago. You're 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 doing Don't Tell again. We're doing a Don't Tell tonight. So you're you're back in it. You're fully in it. Yep. Yep. No lag time. You yep. landed and you're doing a Don't Tell the show the next week, right? Something like that. Um, very not close. The next week, but yeah, almost a month later, I did. I feel bad because I did. I totally came in and was just like, because there's already a team here that was doing it without me. John Torres took over the comedy stuff for me. And okay. I, we had two other great producers, non-comedy producers, Kevin. Yeah, and, Kevin, uh, your buddy. Yeah, Kevin and Nicole Schaefer was great. That's so cool. Um, and Kevin just like, I like it because he used to come to Red Pack all the time. All the time, yeah. And he like, yeah, he likes producing. He likes being around comedy shows. He's producing comedy shows. He likes it. It's a little, it's a little gig. It's not like yeah. he's doing it for the passion. He's getting a little bit of money for yeah. that. But it's like you talk to businesses, you work it out. They're happy. You're happy. It's a great business. Yeah, I came up with. I asked Kevin originally. I was at I was at Mike McCarthy's wedding actually, and I was like, Kevin, do you want to do this with me? I don't want to do it by myself and I don't want to do it with another comic. <laughs> True. I need someone to help like find venues and stuff because there's a lot of non-comedy stuff. It's not just setting up and do you get like finding venues is a whole thing. Like that is a It's a yeah, right. It's a lot of do you they approach you sometimes but you're also having having to reach out. It's probably 75-25 me reaching out okay. versus like I, it's a lot of reaching out. What's the pitch and, to them? 
Like, what's good? What's what's in it for them? Just general, like, good promote. Like, you're getting yeah. 50 people in there to have a good time. We always have Sarah Larson take pictures or something nice. professional. Um, Ashley Lane, also great. Is Sarah gonna be there tonight? Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Oh boy, someone's um, getting a hug. Oh, someone. We had a great time at your wedding, yeah. me and Sarah. It That's was awesome. Right. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was a great wedding. Good times. Um. Yeah. So you get great photos of the place that you. And yeah, own. we give them that for free, and it's like free photographs that is like a huge selling point for them i found for like free photographs of people laughing in your venue oh, like yeah. it is an, it, it, invaluable oh, <laughs> is what i found like people always are putting them up on their website it just makes it look and sarah and actually both have like incredible pictures yeah and so like on that level like they gotta get it for free it's like most places would have to pay so much money for this kind of thing right and 50 people have a great story about the places they were i was at this yeah. rock climbing gym did you know there's rock climbing gym in the yeah. neighborhood i was at, i did the show so it's like 50 people tell that story to 10 people. That's, you know, 500 people now. 500 yeah. people now know about the place that they didn't know about it before. And word of mouth is so much better than anything. You know, and almost all these places are open past their open time. So, like, we always encourage places that are like retail places. Like, we have this place, Colette Collective, um, over on, I think it's Ashlandish. No, no, it's further east. Halstead, something like that. What kind of collective? What is it? It's, it's just a clothing store. It's called clothing. Colette Collective. Collective. And they were just like, yeah, we're just going to have you, like, we'll, do a 10% sale for everyone that's at the show. If anyone wants to buy anything, have a cashier there. Anyone wants to check out. I mean, out, that's directly you're having, them money. And everyone's drunk. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, everyone's having a heightened best time ever. Yes, yes. And having like, this place is amazing. All like, stores should for, be giving people alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, hilarious. You? Right. So, yeah. Right. I bet about Phil bought a hat on a whim. Like, maybe I'm a hat guy. Oh, my God, let's find out. Hey. <laughs> well, we do in furniture stores too. Wow. Okay, they, so like, that's when it was like, like Someone's drag, dragging a full like, desk out of there. I want this couch. It's $3,000. I want two of them. Put it on <laughs> my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a lamp? I'm buying. Lamp. I'm buying a round of lamps. <laughs> a round of lamps. It's not me. Seriously. No, really. <laughs> you got the last round. <laughs> you got us all those coasters. Yeah, I'll get those lamps. Coasters. I'm ramping it up. I'll get lamps. Ottomans. We're, getting, we're Ubering home. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a long lamp. Maybe Uber XL. We have to be. It's got to fit in. Yeah, XL. <laughs> yeah. Fit. I'm just going to have an end table. Thank no, you. Just, have, just, just the end I'm table. I'm trying to cut back. <laughs> it's like it's booze. <laughs> See? It's like it's booze. Jokes. These are the analogies. Jokes are so simple. It's Come like, to it, Hex Coffee <laughs> in the past to hear, see a show. <laughs> hear more simple analogies by a charming idiot. Uh, <laughs> Come to Hex Coffee. <laughs> Three days ago. This is my skill. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be long gone from Chicago by the time this thing comes out. Hilarious. Yeah, exactly. I want to. I like staying places longer. I went with this. I did this big trip with Mike uh, Delugas, who mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. This big trip with him, and uh, we were we would like we're like okay, we're in the Grand Canyon. Okay, we're hiking the Grand Canyon, and tomorrow we're leaving. And it's like okay, but I liked that other trail. I thought I was maybe checking that. No, nope, we're going. We're going to the to the Grand Teton. Like it's like yeah. no, we're gonna driving eight hours tomorrow to a different place. And it was like a uh, it was like we were like in a comp like the amazing race. Like yeah. it's like we're here to Australia. You got a schedule. Yeah. 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 I just, I've driven across the country five times and I've only I probably stayed in like twenty cities. Not different cities along the way. Well fifteen different cities or something like that. And I I think it was in Denver is the only one I ever stayed in for more than a single day. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm not really getting I feel like I'm not getting like Moab. I stopped in Moab right before you did that one time. Oh I was yeah, like this would have been nice. I missed the sunset by like ten minutes. I got right yeah. up on top of that ridge where all the like <laughs> campgrounds are, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna make it. Oh, I'm gonna get it. And I get up there and like, oh, everyone's driving down already. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> five minutes off. <laughs> 
and they're fucking beautiful. And then I was waiting for this. I wanted to see the stars. I got that new Pixel phone to do the astrophotography. Got some unreal pictures. I'll show you after this. Oh, my they're God. They're, like, incredible. Um, and, but I was like, the sun's still <laughs> ruining. The, I thought this isn't going to be good for another worst two of, hours. Yeah, worst of both so worlds. Like, yeah. Oh, so I was just sitting up in some abandoned campsite waiting to get murdered. <laughs> I didn't know. So this, it, was, it was like, it's not a abandoned campsite. It was just a very empty one because it was COVID. But somebody, I'm there. And the sun starts going, it starts getting dark. It's very dark because it's Moab, Utah. Yeah, in I the know. Middle of the night. It's purposely There's no, no cities. No lights yeah. on purpose. And I'm there and I'm just like sitting on the picnic table of the campground, just sitting there. And I like, I had like a little cheese, um, like little cheese plate brie packed for me Aww. for the ride from LA. And I was like, okay, so I'll just eat this right now and just hanging out and smoking. And it gets really dark. And then another car pulls in not right across, but like one across and they're like setting up their tent and it is dark. Like they are headlamps. Like they are having trouble figuring it out. And I'm setting up a little tripod for my phone camera and it's like, it's like really janky and like metal sounding. Okay. <laughs> it's really dark. So for sure, it sounds like I'm like messing with my knife collection <laughs> to murder them. And they see I'm, when they fold in, like, I'm by myself. Yeah. Not, I don't have a tent up or anything. I'm just sitting, waiting at the picnic table, facing their campsite. And then 30 minutes later, when the sun's fully down, they just hear, clink, 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 clink. So, like, they definitely thought I was going to get murdered. That sounds like a, yeah, it sounds like a, a magazine being loaded into a cluster. <laughs> I'm just taking, just taking pictures. Like, and you can't say anything because anything in the that sounds in crazy the too. Of the night, like, not gonna murder you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a tripod, not knives. I don't have knives. Okay. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a situation where like one car is way way worse than twenty cars. Yeah. Like one stranger is so much scarier than forty strangers. Yes. It's like, oh, it's busy. It's like, well, that's a murderer. And yeah. Yeah. No one witnesses. guy. <laughs> one guy's bad. You don't want the one guy. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta leave before Denver does rule they, they murder me in response <laughs> <laughs> so, preemptive self-defense murder. murder us yeah um so for this move did you you had movers did you drive the truck or did they drive they drove everything over they drove the you? truck yeah yeah they did so you just drove yourself nice yeah yeah we had a big it was an ordeal though because we had to like get u-haul it was well no we had to no we packed up they picked it up there they moved us when we got in, but we had to do everything last minute. Our movers canceled on us Dude. the morning of. Dude. And we had to like go. U Haul's got these big boxes you put all your shit in, and then they ship it across the country. And so it went from, so it's not just a simple pack and do a thing. Like I had to go to U Haul the day of, rent a truck, hook it up to my box, which was there. Oh. Bring the box back. Have them have me, Bree, and those two friends I was talking about, Jackson and Bettina. Nice. Great people. Really saved our asses. Oh, your new friends. Yeah, we asked Testing the friendship. They were 21, and they had never moved be- before. They'd never oh done a God. big move before. They both live at home. And I, and they were like, yeah, sounds kind of fun. And we're like, mop. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be great. Like in the movies with pizza so and they, beer. They really hooked it up. They were like, <laughs> and they were very spry, and Bree's uh, very well organized, so it didn't take that long, but me getting the U-Haul was a nightmare and like i was there Ugh. for like four hours yeah but i was having it was such a bad day and like i again another example of i was like fuming on the way to the u-haul place and i was just like i will exude optimism <laughs> in this experience i'm not gonna yell at any u-haul employees Fuck i'm yeah. not gonna get pissed yeah i was literally there for four hours i think my niceness impeded the 
Well, no, because it was it was a horribly designed U-Haul where there's like one alley, and my box is at the very end of it, and I have this new truck that's right here. Uh. But there's just it's a moving day, so there's like. 40 people going in and out at different times. And if anyone pulls into this area, you can't do anything. So I'm just trying to organize people getting out. And I start like directing traffic. And there were like three new employees that week. And the manager didn't know their name, but I knew everyone working <laughs> there's <laughs> name. So I'm like, I made it. John, get over there. Samantha, we need. <laughs> I was never long enough to learn every employee's name. And I was like, I'm just going to be happy. I'm going to make all these friends. And I'm going to recognize this is a terrible situation. And. Just That's the Connor Colley optimism. Exactly. I'm not going to let this be as awful as I know it is. That's what you have. That's what you bring to the table. It's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. So that, that was quite the ordeal. But we did it. Packed it up. Shipped Packed it up. Out, moved. I just drove. I had some went. stuff in the car. Do you like driving the long distances? Yeah, I do. Yeah, me too. Actually, I, I, this is the first time I did both to and from L.A. this time alone. Wow, yeah. Um, That's tough. It is stuff, but I kind of Doug. I got really into podcasts. I yeah. like. I mean, that you don't have a lot of time to just think about stuff too. Like you're going through so many cool places. Yeah, I know. Like, and going there was awesome because it, it was pre-pandemic. Yeah, and yeah. I stopped in like Oklahoma City and did um, comedy. Oh, there nice. for a show, and then did Amarillo, Texas. I did Amarillo. Yeah, it's the, like right in the middle of that whole yeah. stretch. You kind of have to. Like, yeah, it's the only one if you're not going to go 14 hours it's through the, to, yeah, it's, to you gotta Phoenix stop here. or whatever. So I, that was like one of the most. Fun you, were, were you, ever. you did comedy Amarillo? No. Oh, okay, no, no, you no, stopped. No. There. I just stopped there and then hung out. I went to. It was the opening day of the NFL season and it was Bears Packers. So two two years. I don't remember. Was was like, there was like a Buffalo Wild Wings right down the street from my apartment. Just went there and hung out, made like some great friends. <laughs> like three, it was like two old guys and this lesbian woman. And we were like, let's go to this other bar. And I was like, okay. Amazing. I tell the story to Bree. And she's like, so you went to a second location with a stranger <laughs> in Amarillo, Texas. I was like, they seem chill. They That's your attitude, though. That's yeah. good. They're not going to murder me. Yeah. And then we went. So she drove me, and the other two guys said they were going to meet. They didn't end up meeting us there, but me and this woman were, like, the best of friends. <laughs> and we get to the second bar, and then some guy shows up, and they're strapped, like, seriously strapped. And With have, guns. And like, these gold, like, sheriffy pins. And she's like, oh, we got to go. And I was like, what? Why? She's like, those are not officers of any kind, but they think they are. And what? They With people around here, I was like... All right, uh, let's leave then. She's like, I don't want to. They, it's Amarillo, Texas. They what were they? A white. posse? White. They were, they were white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, what do you mean? What are they? they cowboy hats? I, she said she was just like they're just like a like vigilante-ish, yeah. uh, militia e guys that just walk around and enforce stuff. That oh my god. Yeah. So it was dodgy. That's stuff. not what you want. Yeah, they, they're, they're like cops with no boss. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So she was like, we got to go. I was like, I am. I fully trust you. Sounds Let's good. get out of here. Uber's on its way. Weird anyway. Or whatever. But yeah, so I liked Amarillo. And then I did Phoenix. I think I, I was going to stay in Albuquerque, but a friend, I couldn't. I was going to stay with her mom, and her mom was like sick or something. And right. Couldn't. So I'm like, all right, well, I, I had to do, I think I did like 11 hours to Phoenix. To That's stay tough. with my, with Debris grandma. Yeah. And that I've specifically designed it so I wouldn't have to drive. I hate driving more than like seven hours. Yeah, and I yeah. Get really weird. When I was pulling into Phoenix, the sun was going down. I was like a little miragey. Like I was yeah. seeing some weird stuff. I was like, 
All right. This You're is not crazy. driving your best after. I always think no. it's, like, it's like it's like a day at work. Eight hours is is a plenty. It's more than enough. Yes. Then you deserve a rest. Yeah. You get a meal. Do it again tomorrow. There's plenty of time. Don't worry. Yeah. So that one was brutal. Don't push it. Don't push it. And then yeah, Phoenix to LA. Um, I want to know. Here's about like your your day job is like writing, blogging, right? Mm-hmm. Like, does it feel like like would I I can you can I use your full name for this? Like, did yeah. you, do they like comedy? Are they cool with that yeah. whole thing? Isn't that cool? That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I say on my on my podcast, we t- I think I've said I've done <laughs> stuff that I well I don't know maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what isn't it? It's uh it's it's brackets, it's, right? It's brackets, brackets yeah, yeah, which yeah, is your yeah. which is very uh, nostalgia. I know, yeah. My, it's your passion. It's yeah. I do brackets for you them at work too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh hell they yeah. I do. I had to do. Well, I had to do. I offered to do because they were they made a whole thing. They're an in person company, and me there's like me and one other guy that's at work in the U S. And when the pandemic hit, they were like, we have all these, we do all these social events. We're not hanging out with anybody. So they made like a whole channel that was just for like entertaining people during the day. Cool. And I was like, oh, can I do just one of these brackets and see if you guys like it? And I had to do different ones because they're British. So they don't have the same chips or the same huh, huh, cookies huh. and all that stuff. No, but so you like, don't, do you know all those chips? No, I had to, I asked for help. I okay. had to have them source. Tatoes. Oh, they were some, what was, my favorite one was Prawn Cocktail. Uh, frazzles. They have one called Frazzles and like knickknacks. They've got like such, it was so silly. And the cookie one was ridiculous. Uh, or the biscuit one. <laughs> the biscuit one. First of all, um, no, thank but, you. Uh, yeah, they love I like got a like work from home hero award at like their thing because like the whole publishing team is obsessed with it. And I was like, That's the brackets are fun. Yeah, you put up on Instagram and you have people vote and then people get, get kind of invested. Like, come on, Pringles come is out already. Pringles. Pringles was my one seed. You know, <laughs> Pringles was my dark horse uh, yeah. Cinderella story. Yeah, it's a surprisingly fun format for stuff. I didn't think it would be so. And I mean, I got the idea from Samantha Berkman doing the condiment, oh, yeah. condiment one originally. Obviously, um, I think my mom asked, she's like, I saw like USA Today doing a f- version of your thing on Facebook. It was like, of my, you think I, inv- I, you think didn't I invented brackets? brackets? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I was like, I am fully stealing an idea here. Mom, I perfected not, them. Yeah, I made them better. Yeah. Um, you're like, yeah, you're like the, yeah, uh, Sam Berkman's the friendster and you're the Facebook. You're like, yeah, I, it's a good idea, but I made it Facebook. <laughs> I think like the actual March Madness tournament is probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But even then, they didn't, they didn't like, invent people it competing. They didn't invent brackets. About, yeah. yeah. It's a very basic competition It's how it should format. work. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have thought of it, but you know. <laughs> I put all sixty-four teams on one court and see what ends up, what ends up Boom. happening. Yeah, who can fit? The longest? <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other game. Sumo, it's just sumo. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, sixty-four teams. Yeah, let's plug your podcast. We're wrapping up. Let's plug. Let's plug. plug oh, yeah. Brick a brack. Uh, brick a bracket. Brick a bracket. Fantastic. Brick a brack is the word it is based on. <laughs> um, I thought so. But yeah, it's it's great. Me and John Torres do it every Thursday. Comes out on Spotify uh, everywhere. Spotify. Apple, the whole nine nice, yards. Nice, um, Anchor is the one we use. It's the best. Not to randomly plug Anchor. Anchor. But holy crap, it makes me doing podcasts easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know anything about this. Like, oh, I did it. <laughs> um, and yeah, we just do pick random. We do, I would say we don't say this all the time, but I can say it now. We never, we don't do food, pop culture, or sports ever. Oh, we interesting. We only do topics. And it's surprisingly, that's why they're also, like we did trashiest tattoos and worst first jobs, superest superstitions. 
That's fun. And like, the, the there's so matchup. many that do food and okay, right. sports and stuff. Okay. Was our logic. We don't want to. And then, but then it's fun because every matchup becomes a conversation where it's like, right. yeah. Um, I saw one, yeah, you did uh, uh, Best Days of School, right, with Adam yeah, Kate and Holland. Yeah, with Adam Kate and Holland, yeah. Which is like last day or day before Christmas or half day or snow yeah. day, right? Yes. Not snow day because technically that, I, there was a few like snow day, field trip day. I was like, those aren't technically days at school. Those, right, Those right. are good days because you're not at school. Yeah. Those are unfair advantage. And they would win. Yeah, they yeah. would win. Exactly. So, yeah, like first day, last day, picture day, yearbook day, um, field day. There's, There's a lot no of writing way. involved where you have to kind of think of 64 or 32? No, eight. 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 That's easy. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I can think of eight. Eight. Or say the first one we did, we did with 16, and me and John are like, yep, that took three hours. No one's going to listen to a podcast for three hours. Okay, you come up with eight, and then the final four, and then the, and then the matchup. And that takes, yeah, we're in the nice. under the, under to slightly over an hour at most. Um, and there's just like a bunch of rules. That's why. We, <laughs> so we did like seven practice episodes to like <laughs> get the format down, just like did it with friends. And we're like, we have to, you can't just jump into doing because there's so, so we do. You, um, the guest always votes first. Okay. You vote first and then discuss, and then you only discuss the loser. Okay. Not the, you discuss why it lost. Because they'll all lose eventually until you get the last one, so you end up talking about all of them for at least one. That's good. Yeah, I would never have thought of those things. We didn't for the first five episodes. Yeah, right. (laughs) Only discuss the loser. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Formats are good. Um, My format is Charming Guy Talks to You. (laughs) Um, which is very a, successful, popular. It can format. work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's already worked. Uh, hopefully, uh, going to overdo it. There's room for one more. I don't know. They'll reinvent the wheel. Um, but okay. Yeah. Check out brick a bracket. Yeah. Brick a bracket. You have if you're on Instagram, right? Yeah. Brick a bracket. Brick a bracket. At Connor Colley. Yeah. At brick a bracket. Fantastic. Easy. Do you have any other calls to action for the audience? Anything Ooh, that you would like great, them to do? Great word. Yes. Um, Check, I mean, check out Don't Tell Comedy for sure. Dude, Rules. I mean, we're in, I think we're back in 20 cities now. They sell out every time, right? They do almost quite consistently. Damn, so, bro. Yeah, quite consistently. And if not, it's always enough. God. Yeah. But I mean, we're like a company. Like, we're investing in ads, too. Like, it's not like, it's not like Rat Pack where we're just like, friends, please. I know, dude. Audience. Like, the, like, we have like a, like a marketing team that's like doing stuff and costs S- money. So. so great. Don't tell us, like, if Wet Cash. Wanted to earn money. It's yeah. like the thing. We used to do a show called Wet it's Cash. A business. It's yeah. A, yeah. Right. It's, it's like if business. Wet Cash gives you about money. Yeah. We used, to, we used to give away money. We used to give away wet money at my show in a comic book store. So it was like a don't tell with one location oh. and no tickets. Um, like a show. Like a regular free show. Free beer. Yeah. <laughs> like our shows are. Yeah. Every, but everywhere we could have made money, we chose to not. <laughs> that's, that's the fun part. Punk. We barely made any money at Rat Pack. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. We had to buy our own drinks. <laughs> I'm still upset about that. It's like, we're at a bar. We're bringing all these people to the bar. Give us some fucking free Give us drinks. Some free drinks. They gave us money. I'm like, how about drinks? I, want, I, don't want, um, I don't want drinks. But the $5 goblets, 22 ounces that of beer. That was a dream. Ice beer. And their wings. Their wings. Oh, yeah. Tastiness and quality and quantity. Yeah. <laughs> they really did give a lot for a not expensive plate. But you can't have someone eating off of someone else's plate. Remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Remember Khalil ate Khalil off of, eating off Khalil got a little familiar with they a couple. They were so mad. He said that they said it was fine. I believe him. I <laughs> half believe him. I yeah, uh, I I believe that Khalil believed it was fine. <laughs> they were cool. They seemed cool. They did, yeah. He's they back in town. Cool, He's back yeah. in Chicago, right? Yeah. He was in Austin. He is, He's yeah. back in Chicago. 
Um, but yeah, Khalil laid off of some couple's plate and they complained to the management and they're like, oh, Khalil doesn't work here. Khalil just, <laughs> Khalil's doing a comedy show. We're paying him a hundred bucks to <laughs> produce a whole comedy to show. To their friends to come to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got the back room. We're not doing anything with it. Dress up nice and do your comedy. You want another? <laughs> you want another? I mean, it's kind of on you. You can't just be letting the guy eat off your plate. Sorry. <laughs> like, how'd you even get that far? <laughs> how'd he get his hand that close? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's on you at a certain point. I don't know. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks for doing the podcast, dude. Thank you. This is great. Good I'm to see you. To do this even though the weather's bad. It's yeah, no, it's raining. That's why we're <laughs> we're camping chairs inside. I wanted to be able to show you. Beautiful. Bye. That was Connor. Connor is fun. We have fun with Connor, and Connor is fun. Don't Tell Comedy is Connor's show. Connor Colley on all the uh, C-O-N-O-R-C-O-N-O-R-C-A-W-L-E-Y and all the socials. And uh, go to a Don't Tell Comedy show. They're freaking awesome. They're such a cool idea. They're always in a new place. And it's new, interesting comedians in the same crazy environments. Um, thank you very much to Rudy Schultz for designing the logo to our podcast. Rudy Schultz is a graphic designer. And he's freelance. He could do work for you. Uh, Steve Gerard is the theme song artist. He wrote and sang the theme song. And he's got a band called Crown Blue Music with my friends Lucia Whalen and Jenna Gephardt. And they are really good. And they put out music on Spotify under the name Crown Blue Music. Crown Blue, Blue Music on Instagram. Crown Blue on Spotify. Thank you very much for listening. Rate and review this podcast for the love of God. Uh, tell someone you like this podcast. Tell someone it's better than you think it would be because that's everyone thinks the podcast is going to be bad. Um, and thank you very much for reaching out, everybody who's uh, reached out. Thank you so much for, for listening. You're the best. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.